Alright guys, well welcome back to another episode of the Too Many Hobbies Podcast. I am your host, Brian Althorpe. Welcome to Season 2 of the Too Many Hobbies Podcast. I wanted to take a break from what I was doing and trying to do two episodes a month to bring a better production, uh, better episodes, and be able to pre-record them and release them as a season. So Season 2, this is the introductory episode. We're back. This is the new episode and I just want to go over some things that have happened since the last episode that I released. Um, I also wanted to build this little studio in my office with this nice backdrop that you guys can see if you're watching on YouTube. Um, this will be kind of the new set and I wanted to be able to do it in video form to put on YouTube, make it a little more interactive with everybody. and. Uh, this will be a little bit easier for me to maintain along with YouTube and doing some other stuff. But we'll get into what, hap what has happened since the last episodes that I did. The last episodes were kind of the beginning of duck season. And during duck season, I ended up uh, moving. And so that kind of halted everything that I had set up for recording. But I think it was nice because it kind of gave me another avenue to take with this being able to do the video aspect of it which i'm just recording on my computer for now um, this will be the same setup that i do for zoom calls for the guests that i'm going to be having on uh, tomorrow's episode that i'll be recording is with my friend brian and we'll be talking about some of the boat things that we've been doing and uh, get into creating your ideal duck boat so after you guys hear this episode, that'll be the next episode that comes out. And I think that this will make it a little bit easier uh, to be able to set these up. Um, I have some guests lined up that I'm really excited about. And I think that it's going to be nice to use season two to showcase some people in Ohio. Ohio doesn't really have the most glamorous duck hunting, but it is a destination especially the Great Lakes for people to come to diver hunt. And I think that if we showcase a little bit of that, um, it kind of brings Ohio a little bit to the duck hunting map. Um, that's what I've been trying to do with my YouTube videos, kind of show that while it's not the best hunting, there is some really good hunting. Showcase some diver hunting. And I think that uh, a lot of people have really enjoyed those videos and I'm excited about being able to make more this upcoming season. So to recap last season, we ended up doing the Middle Harbor blind draw. And I think that that was a blessing in disguise for us. Um, with me having a, a newborn baby, it made it a little bit easier for us to be able to coordinate hunts and not have to rely on public, public land like we normally do. Uh, the Middle Harbor blind was just so convenient for us. We were able to have some really good hunts out there. We could hunt five people out of the blind and uh, that made things a lot easier for us to be able to take bigger groups, have more people shooting because there were a lot of birds out there. We did shoot quite a bit of birds. Um, I think throughout the season we probably shot over 100 birds out there and for a spot like that, that's really good for us. Um, Later in the season, the divers started to raft in the middle of the harbor. I mean, it's a 350-acre harbor, so it's pretty easy for those birds to make their way 
out into the middle away from us and since we're sitting on shore it's not like we could go lay out hunt them or do anything out in the middle of the harbor but this year was different because there was only one blind in middle harbor where generally there's two and if there was two i think it would have helped bounce the birds around quite a bit more but early in the season we got into some really good wood duck hunting um the mallards started to move in and we had some really good puddle duck hunts out there we started to get into the colder season uh the divers started to move down after about the second split and uh we ended up shooting quite a bit of divers out there as well we shot geese in the early season it seemed almost for a while we were shooting at least one goose every time that we were out there which was pretty cool um the blind was set up perfectly for the dogs so we were able to run two dogs one off each side and they were able to see really well that blind setup was so cool we parked maybe 40 yards from the blind and it doesn't really get much easier than that uh, for us to be able to just show up about 45 minutes before shooting time uh, once the water fell down in there about six to eight inches we were able to walk in there so we could set decoys without having to use our kayaks and uh, we still used our kayaks for retrieving birds if we sailed a bird or something like that. Um, it worked out so well. It was such a cool spot, and it's I'm really gonna miss it. I've been I've been looking for private land just so I can build my own private marsh because I, it was just so nice to have that. And I understand why people do leases and things of that nature buying their own hunting properties and maintaining it i think that that would be super fun um just around here we don't have that kind of opportunity um but we do have a lot of farmers that are willing to let us hunt their fields which is going to be super helpful later in the season uh our friend fred let us hunt their field right in front of uh ottawa wildlife refuge which is going to be a major spot for us this year. I think that's going to produce a lot of early season geese, and it's going to be a really, really fun place to hunt. But when we weren't able to hunt in Middle Harbor, uh, basically the only wind that we couldn't hunt in Middle Harbor was a south wind. Any south, southeast, southwest, south, um, it was blowing right at the blind, so it made it super difficult for us to hunt in there. But worked out perfectly because on those south wind days, we went out on the lake. And so we really spent most of our time in Middle Harbor just taking advantage of the fact that we had a private marsh that we could hunt that was holding a lot of birds. And then as the season went on and divers started to move in on the lake, we took advantage of that as well. So that was really nice. We shot quite a few birds out on the lake too. And uh, yeah, we were able to hunt a few different spots uh, my friend Mike has an island on the Two Saint River that we were able to hunt and uh, those were more of scouting hunts trying to figure out what the birds wanted to do a lot of them stayed in Davis Bessie which made it difficult and then we also tried hunting on the river Mommy River a few times and uh, that was difficult just because the water at one point got so high that I don't think birds could really loaf in there and so that made it a little more difficult for us uh, there was actually some high water days where they couldn't you couldn't even put a boat in the boat ramp was closed so all in all really good season we got into the late season shot some geese uh, we were expecting to have better goose hunts uh, like we did last year uh, but some of the spots that we were hunting last year all iced over we had a really big freeze come through like the middle of january 
and it kind of stuck around till about the end. So we were field hunting a little bit. We had one incredible goose hunt. Uh, 12 of us went to a local farm pond and, uh, shot 60 geese. And that was probably one of the craziest hunts I've ever been on. That video is going to be released probably at the beginning of August. I saved it from last year because it I still had some videos lined up from duck season, regular season, that were going through January, and I decided to keep that one to kind of jumpstart the 2022 season. So be on the lookout for that one. There's two pretty good. That that goose hunt's really good, and I have another pretty good goose hunt um, on the lake. So be, be on the lookout for those. And, uh, yeah, about December, I moved into a new house, as you're looking at my new office. Um, I'm still working on getting some more pictures up uh, behind me. There's a lot of pictures that I really like, and it's been hard to pick and choose which pictures I really want to have on the wall. Um, I also have a really nice duck mount coming from Fallen Feather Studio. Greg's uh, going to do a killer job with it's an eider, Drake eider. Drake Old Squaw, Drake Canvas back that's going to sit right here. If you're looking on the video, it's going to start here, and then there's going to be another one that sits in this corner. So that should be pretty cool to kind of go with the pheasant fans that I have behind me as well, and that'll kind of set my office off, and I'm pretty excited for that. Um, once I get to mounting some more stuff on the walls, I'm going to reconfigure where this podcast desk is sitting and be able to bring all of that in so that'll be really nice for everybody that's watching the video on youtube um for this season uh filming wise i have pre-ordered the nikon z30 which is a vlogging style camera uh the nikon z50 that i was using last year has like a flip down screen this one has a flip out it's a little better geared towards uh filming youtube videos i'm gonna be hitting that pretty hard i did it about as hard as I possibly could last year. Um, hopefully with putting out some of these podcast episodes along with the YouTube videos that should give everybody quite a bit of content and get a little bit more traffic going. And uh, hopefully that's really helpful. Um, I'm also going to be investing in a shot cam. Seems like everybody that does really well on YouTube decides to buy a shot cam. And I think that that's going to be pretty cool too, being able to see some close-up shots that aren't GoPro shots that are zoomed in. Um, I will have an extra GoPro set off to the side. So that'll be a stationary GoPro camera. And then I bought a GoPro Hero 8. So that's going to be a little better for shooting. It has the stabilization, the Hyper Smooth 2, I believe. And that should be really helpful stabilizing some of the shooting and bring more quality to these videos. I really want to run my drone a little bit and just up the production quality a little bit more now that I know that there's an audience, especially for these diver hunts. Those ones seem to get the most traffic and I want to be able to give you guys more and it'll also feel a little bit better for me knowing that I'm doing the best that I possibly can. Um, to make this thing work we're about at 800 subscribers right now you start making money at a thousand uh, i was really hoping by the end of last season that i was going to be at the thousand mark just the way that the views were coming in but it's okay 
we'll figure it out and we'll get there. I'm going to have somebody do some SEO on the, on the YouTube channel and just make sure that everything that I'm doing there is correct. So hopefully with some of these guests that I have coming on, that should draw some traffic. I know that everybody in the Ohio Waterfowl Hunters page is they really like the stuff that I'm doing. Um, I've talked to a few people while I'm out fishing that watch the videos and it's really cool to run into people that watch them and, uh, either even other youtubers um thomas hoke of hoke outdoors he watches the diver videos um josh peck from outdoor limits says that he watches the videos and uh it's gonna be pretty cool to see where i can get this thing to go i'm gonna go pretty balls to the wall with it this season and uh hopefully everybody that i hunt with doesn't get too annoyed by it. Everybody that I hunt with seems to like the videos and are helpful with filming stuff. Jeff always wears his GoPro and gets me the footage for it. Uh, Damien started wearing a GoPro last year that I gave him and uh, that was helpful. So more people that don't mind having the GoPros and uh, I try not to shove a camera in anybody's face so that seems to ease everybody a little bit. Um, hopefully we can get some some really good hunts this year and get some good footage and uh even get some more content of the dog boomer has been doing pretty well uh we haven't done a whole lot more advanced training since last year it's mostly been refining the stuff that he did last year working on steadiness and things like that um just getting him comfortable i mean he's he's a purebred black lab but he just is wired a little differently than, than some other dogs so he has the drive he just there's some little quirky things that if he gets his feet caught and decoys and things like that he just kind of freaks out <laughs> i mean we probably all would if we had something wrapped around our foot um he's just touchy and that's that's okay i have never claimed to be a pro dog trainer pro dog handler i got a dog because i enjoy it and when he does retrieve birds it's just the coolest feeling for me he's not going to win any major awards or anything like that it's a f it's just fun to have him around and it's very convenient when you don't want to have to go get your boat and stuff like that so we're going to keep working with him. I have a couple ideas in mind to get him a little bit more advanced training, and uh, we'll get him there. I have another dog coming from Riverstone Kennels. I put a deposit down in October, I think, for a female British lab. I'm not sure what stud she's going to come from. I think it'll be either Bracken or Brock out of the Riverstone Kennels uh, in Wisconsin. And those dogs are just insane. So that dog is going to be coming in a year and a half. The wait list for it was two years. And I think that I would have waited anyway. I just wanted to get my name on the wait list um, with another baby coming in December. It's just going to work out where that dog will be here after both kids are over a year old. And I have a little bit more time to focus for obedience and stuff like that. It should be... It should be really fun. I think that dog's going to be an absolute firecracker. And uh, I didn't, definitely didn't skimp on this new dog. It's got, it's got an incredible pedigree. And uh, I wanted the best of the best if I had to, you know, get another dog and do this all over again. I probably would have done the same thing uh, if 
I knew what I knew before I got Boomer, but love him to death, and he'll be along for be around for quite a while. So really looking forward to getting him back out. He just he's so photogenic, and I just love taking pictures of him. So it's gonna be a really good season getting photos of him and my other friends' dogs, and just being being back out there. I'm looking forward to it so much. Um, I've been listening to the Redneck Tech Podcast, if you guys haven't listened to that. Anybody that's into filming, cameras, anything, it's really, really good. They talk about a lot of the techie side of uh, hunting shows and stuff like that, and it's just got got my wheels turning, ready to get on to the season and get a lot of good content. I think that I'm going to I'm going to trade a camera for a gun for a few hunts and see, you know, what I can get out of those. Um, not for the whole hunt, but, you know, set the, set the gun down. If we're working in, if we're getting into some good birds and get some, some nice pictures, uh, get some really, really tight, uh, video I bought. If you're watching the video, you can see right here, I bought a Sigma 150 to 600. And generally, a camera that you would see on, like, any photographer that's using one for, like, portrait shoots and stuff like that, that's a 50 millimeter. This is a 600 millimeter. So, all those pictures that you've, if you've seen them on my Instagram, Brian Althorpe Media, of, as of late, those have been with a 600. And it's going to be pretty cool when we get pushes of birds. Um, we're going to we're going to do some real damage on the content side and I'm really excited. So, thank you guys for all the support uh last season and through this off season with me posting uh fishing videos and more photos, stuff like that. I've been trying to get get on the TikTok game with some fishing videos and some of the the hunting clips from last year and they seem to be doing all right. So, we're just going to keep pushing this stuff and see what happens. But hopefully for this season of the podcast, you guys enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of hunting-related stuff. I think that I want to be able to, to release all of this stuff during hunting season. I feel like a lot of the contacts that I've made that you guys would be interested in are hunting-related. And we'll be talking about fishing or we'll be talking about cameras and stuff like that. But... It should be pretty cool. Hopefully the, the Zoom calls come out all right for YouTube, and you guys can see that really well. Um, we're going to see with Brian tomorrow. And, yeah, I I just wanted to come on here and kind of update everybody on Season 2. Welcome everybody back to the podcast. There's been a lot of people since I've been gone that have still listened to the episodes of Season 1 and reached out and talked to me about different topics that I covered and I've also gotten uh, some some feedback on different topics that I can do for this season. Um, if I'm just doing it by myself I'll be talking about fishing, hunting, cameras, uh, working out which I didn't cover but if you guys go check on the Tumay Hobbies YouTube channel there is a walkthrough of the new gym at this house and it is insane. The gym at my old house was dirty. Uh, it was in a basement that wasn't very well sealed. Um, the 
the equipment was kind of scattered just based on the layout but our new house has such a big basement downstairs and it's really nice uh, i was able to fit everything in kind of a square area so it looks very clean um, if you watch the video you'll see the power rack is in there i've got power blocks i have different benches i started putting in um, the leg press is down there which was an absolute pain in the ass to get into the basement because it doesn't come apart very well um there was i did a mirror setup down there so you guys can watch that video and see the install of my mirrors down there which looks really nice uh everything just has a really really clean look to it um i have recently bought a cable crossover so that has been game changing i love that thing it's not anything fancy it's a body solid which is like your middle middle of the road uh gym equipment and uh i bought it for like 200 bucks it's so nice it's really smooth uh it doesn't have the adjustable handles it has top and low handles um high and low handles and i can do basically anything that i possibly need to on it i have like probably close to 800 pounds down there um maybe more i haven't really counted but everything that i need to do is down there and it is so cool i've been doing some jeff nippard programs i did his full body uh program and i'm doing his bodybuilding program right now the the uh full body i think it was full body hypertrophy um, it was all calculated weights and stuff and it just tore me up. I felt really good by the time that I got done with it. I think that I had moved back up into about the 520 deadlift range, um, for reps, which was nice. Um, but I started sleeping on my shoulder weird and now this shoulder just hurts anytime that I do anything overhead, anything that isn't in like a bench plane, which is nice. I can still bench, but like shoulder press hurts, uh, upright rows hurts. So I've been trying to, to kind of rehab that and get something that's a little less weight intensive. So the bodybuilding program is just, I think it's enough for what I need because everything else that I do, uh, chest, I can do most of the chest exercises, triceps, biceps, back and legs none of that hurts so i don't have to worry about that i can't really squat i can't get my arm all the way under a barbell so i've been i rigged up a uh, a belt squat with a dip belt and uh that's been cool um just takes all the strain out of the shoulders and i can focus on the movement so that's going to substitute any of my back squat stuff. I wasn't doing front squats, so I'm not going to be substituting any of that. But there's just so much that I can do down there. And if you guys are interested in seeing that, there's a couple gym videos uh, on the channel. And I'm hoping to do some more. I did film all of my full body hypertrophy uh, workout the entire eight weeks. And uh, it was really cool. Um, I got a lot of good videos out of it, so I'm thinking about putting something together for that, just a recap for anybody that would be interested in it. If you are interested in it, go to the gym walkthrough video and just comment on there that you would like to see it, and if enough people are interested, then I'll 
put it all together. It's a lot of footage, so it'd take me a, a, a while to edit that, along with these fishing videos that I want to get out before hunting season, and then these last two hunts that I want to put out in August before the season starts. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it's not super long. Uh, the, the interview episodes will be about an hour, uh, if I can keep it around that. And uh, these little solo videos will be anywhere around a half hour. So nothing too crazy, but I'm just excited to get back into the, the podcasting. I've been looking at all this gear sitting here, just ready to get after it. So thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys are checking out the YouTube channel. If you guys go to brianalthorpemedia.com, there is a place to buy waterfall prints uh through Shopify. I made a Shopify store. If that's something you guys are interested in, make sure to check that out. And then also there is still a Teespring website for my merch. If you want to get any Too Many Hobbies merch, it is in the description of any of the videos on the channel. And it's also in the banner of the channel if you go to the channel's main page. So appreciate everybody. Appreciate all the support, and we will, got, we will catch you guys on the next video, the next episode of the podcast, and that will be with Brian Evans. So thank you guys. See ya.